testy early. I like it. Fuck off. Hello, hello, and welcome to this, the newest edition of the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast brought to you as always by the good people at MGA Traffic and 1.21 Media, just helping you do what you need to do. Not doing a lot of it at the moment because business has dried up, but that's not because of one person in this room's fault, just quietly. We're well, here to discuss last night's game against the Tigers, round one, we're underway, season 2021, it's fantastic. I'm Sean Peterbudge and I'm joined as always by the big Fubba Ganoush. Hello Fubba Ganoush, you giant boob. <laughs> bon pomeriggio ragazzi How are we all? What does that mean? Good afternoon Good afternoon Well I think we've got them all now We haven't got good morning I don't think That's just buongiorno Okay <coughs> I thought it's it was buona mattina Oh yeah true Yeah But you don't say that You don't say buona mattina I'm going to stop you right there No one cares How have you been Faber Ganoush? Adrian will Adriano Salerno will He will He's a fantastic listener of the pod Shout out Shout out to Adrian Yep uh, can I answer the question or should I move on to Dr. Davis? What, what was the question? How have you been? You said all I can say is I'm going well. Thank you. Excellent. And moving on. Excellent. That's good to hear. It's all we want to hear. F- clean bills of health. That's all we want to hear. We don't want to be late. We don't want this We don't want this dragged down by the reality that one of us might be dying. Tim and um, I will do a spin-off podcast. About just your own health. How are you feeling? <laughs> that's that's going to drag some listeners in. The network's growing. Dr. Davis? Perfect show for you to stretch your legs. <laughs> yes, Sean. Sean, all is very, very well here. How are you going? You obviously went to the game last night like I did. Yeah, it was a lovely change, wasn't it? It was, I mean, didn't win, but, and, and the biggest roar probably came from Richmond supporters, but it was... Can we just put a pin, by the way, whilst we're just talking about this, can we just put a pin, it was 50, I didn't actually see the final crowd. 49,800 or something yeah. like that, yeah. So 49,800. This nonsense that there was only 2,000 Carlton fans. No, first things first. Richmond didn't sell out their allotment. Yep. I got that text message. I'm sure a lot of people yep. did. So it went to a general sale. And Carlton fans are AFL and MCC members. Yeah, so, we, we made plenty of noise. So Absolutely. This, this nonsense that this Tiger Army, oh, the roar of the Tiger Army myth, stick it up your fucking <laughs> ass. Absolute nonsense. Some of the biggest roars of the crowd came from us. Certainly. And Certainly. like this, this nonsense that like everyone who plays Richmond are just – Along for the ride, they're just the supporting act for the Tigers to do their business. I've had a fucking gutful of it. Yep. No, I'm absolutely with you. But it was, whether it was our roar or their roar, um, being part of a big crowd, being part of an event, it was good. Sorry for the profanity, by the way. I thought this year I wouldn't do it too it's often. Right. We're two and a half minutes in. I've dropped We're going to limit it. My, mum, my it. mum is, uh, We're limiting is monitoring. It. How is Sophie, by the way? Not well. Yeah. Oh. Don't tell about that. We we have a rule on the pod. We don't talk about ill health. Oh, well, it's health, not ill health. But her yeah. health is all right. But oh, yeah. her health is good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. Um, I, I think for me, uh, this doesn't include you, Fab, because you uh, watched the game at home. You didn't leave the house. Uh, only Tim and I can talk about this. <laughs> talk about this. But I think for you, I talked to Fab about this earlier, and um, I think for me, like the big thing, everyone sort of got wrapped up. I think in you know this, we're trying to make the night sort of a more emotional experience. Then it probably realistically was that there was this some big panacea for the city of Melbourne and the state of Victoria. I think my kind of emotional moment came at one point when I looked over and I thought, 
Look, Dad and I haven't done this. We drove down to Geelong for the last round of 2019. We haven't actually gone to the footy. We went to see us play Brisbane last year in the, the Pracky. Okay, we actually haven't had this moment. This is what we do, like, together. We go to the football and we follow the Blues and we have a passion for it. And, like, this morning we debriefed the game as we do. And th- that was the rhythm that came back. Yep. That was probably the emotional moment. It wasn't seeing the MCG or it was probably the first – uh, I'm trying to think. Casbolt took the mark in the goal square. It was, and it was the first time in 18 months you've let out that, yes, you know, that sort of that big guttural. That was sort of the emotional moment for me where you kind of thought, this is what we've been missing, the going to the footy with Dad or whoever you might go with. And that, that moment where you're sort of as one with your tribe and that sort of thing, that was the one that kind of got me and went, oh, this is great. Yep. Yeah, no, look, and I enjoyed that sort of thing as well. I, I went on my own last night. But Lone wolf. <laughs> but but obviously, a one man wolf pack. <laughs> but there are always supporters around you, and, and you wax with them, and you you're chat searching for top. strippers and cocaine. <laughs> I was not <laughs> for the match. <laughs> um, there's a bit of that on the concourse at the MCG. Actually, it's really become less family friendly than I remember. Um, I think well, strippers and sh- cocaine. Mate, I'll use the jam donuts. Last time I was there, they were lighting up rails outside the MCG <laughs> these days. I was thinking, wow. Um, uh, yeah, I think that there was it's just. That's what we've missed, I suppose, without wanting to labour the point. And as we know, Fab, Tim, whether you want to be friends with Tim at the football or not, he will make friends <laughs> with you. don't have a choice. If you're, sitting, <laughs> if you're sitting in his vicinity, all of a sudden you're going to get friend requests on Facebook. How's this guy found me? <laughs> it's probably told, a 10 metre radius. I haven't even told him my name. <laughs> He's got me. Tim Davis would like to become friends, <laughs> just so you can talk about the blues. Um, that's what we're going to do here. We're going to have a bit of fun. I've told you this one. I thought, you know what? I'll tell this joke again because it's a bit of fun. Uh, we're going to start the pods off, you know, week by week with a bit of a joke. Not about Carlton, not about football as such. Just a little one-liner, a bit of Rodney Dangerfield type stuff. I told you this one, Fab. You didn't mind it. You didn't give me much on the text, I think it was. But I, I thought you thought you knew it. Okay. You liked it. Yeah. You ready, Timbo? This one's for you, baby. Br- bring it. You might have heard. You might not have this morning I woke up to the terrible news. Did you hear this, Fab? E17's tour bus came a cropper in the Swiss Alps, crashed, but don't fear, the medical guys on the site said, it's all right, all right. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nicely done. That's a good one. Nicely Short and done. sharp. That just gets us off the mark. You know, Kath, be, Kath will have loved that one, actually. She was big at 17 <laughs> back in the day. There'd be a large portion of our pod followers would go, who the hell are E17? <laughs> I, I only know that because my uncle told that joke a while ago. <laughs> and I remember thinking, geez, that's funny. And then Stuart Jew referred to E17 in uh, Making Their Mark. Fantastic. And I, I, rem- I remembered it because yeah. one of the guys was wearing the beanie really high on his head. The peanut. Yeah. and uh, The peanut. And Stewie Jew, like, jokingly said to him, that's E17, you probably got no idea who that is. And yep. I was like, I knew a handful of that song, and I was like, that fucking joke John told was real funny. I'm going to tell it again. We were at Waverley 95 for the St Kilda game where we got absolutely trounced. I think we kicked three for the game. James, James Cook. James Cook kicked our first in, like, the third or the last quarter. Third quarter. And the... Some young St Kilda, we were young at the time too, but there was a St Kilda knob sitting in front of us, and you just you just kept getting up, getting up. And my mate, we took was it a Macca moment? Going to knock you out? No, no. It was <laughs> my, my mate just yells at because he kept getting up, and he had the high beanie. And my mate Adrian just yelled out, "Hey, E seventeen, sit down." Did he know who you were talking? He was talking about. <laughs> he didn't get up for the rest of the game. <laughs> He was sitting there walking in thinking, I look good. I look good. And then he got shouted down. Uh, obviously, we're here to talk about last night's game, a 
disappointing result, all things told. But before we get into the some of the pod favourites, the chicken salads, the chicken shits, the mailbox, new pod favourite just between me and you. I've got no confidence either of you have one of those. Fabian's got Jesus. It's a collector's item. I um, raised my hand and say I had anything. So my thing, Timbo, walking to the game last night, I thought to myself, what am I looking for? You know, what do we want to get? What do we want to see tonight? Like, realistically. And we're going to talk a little bit about the fan expectations, and I'm going to go to you, Fab, shortly to talk about some of the media stuff in the aftermath. And we don't, we don't want to get too caught up on, on what the media guys are saying because you either put some stock in it, no stock in it, ignore it altogether. But I think it's worth broaching that in the aftermath of what was a really good performance, like, let's, let's not – we can be disappointed with the result because you never want to lose. Yeah. But walking into the game – I'll be brutally honest, my expectation was we're probably not going to win tonight. However, if I didn't think we could win, I wouldn't go. Because you want to be part of it. You want to be part of those great moments. I was talking to Fab about it earlier and I said, there's a great moment in, in um, The Perfect Catch. Have you seen that one? Jimmy Fallon's the, the Red Sox fan. No, Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Yep. And there's this bit where basically he meets her and he's sort of trying to prove to her that he cares and he's going to miss a Red Sox game. He hasn't missed a Red Sox game in decades and he gives his tickets away. They're playing the Yankees, and they end up scoring nine runs in the last inning to beat the Yankees. And he's completely like heartbroken that I haven't missed a game in 20 years, and then that's what they do. Yeah. I've missed the greatest night. So you sit there, my attitude's like that. You go, as pessimistic as you might be, you always go to the game thinking... Who knows? Jeez, we can win. This. Like yep. we can, we can win. It's going to yep. be hard, but we can win. You can't be there for the against-all-odds moments no. if you don't... Put some faith in and turn up. So yeah. no, you don't. If you don't live through the crap, yeah, you know, and that's the the gold at the end of the rainbow. But I thought Timbo, what was really really important for us last night was how do we start? Completely. How do we start this game? This has been a problem under David Teague. Yep. This has been a problem we've had to get out of the blocks. Using an example, I went back and had a look at it. After 13 minutes in the corresponding game last year, we were five goals down. Yep. The game was over. Yeah, it was. It was. And we did well to get back into the game and all that yeah, sort of stuff. But as a contest, it was, it was done. It was done, yeah. yeah. The fact that we made it close later on, when the, when, when the pressure has been deflated, mm. you score the goals. We haven't been able to score the goals in the heat of the battle. Whereas last night, we kept coming all night, all night, all night. And occasionally, we, we dictated well, we the did. I, I think. I think for more of the game, we played better than what they did. I, I, I think, and and I know you'll go on and talk about it further, Sean. But the the quality of the way that we moved the ball, the opportunities that we gave ourselves, I think ours were superior. Now, I think the question is, are you, you know, to you is 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 football like the beautiful game, or is it? It doesn't matter how you get it's the goal. It's a practical so exercise. This, this is it. So we can look as pretty as you want and you can take the nice marks, but if you don't execute and score the goals, well, it's kind of for naught. And, and that was interesting about last night, Fab, in a way, that it, it was kind of a clash of philosophy in that people want to point to Richmond's inside 50s. They had so many more, oh, 35 more inside 50s. Their inside 50s are garbage yep. more often than not. They are pure garbage. That's their... That's their game plan. They get it in, in, in a sense. Yeah, get it in deep, get it in quick. Try to keep it in or cause turnover coming out. That's right. Yeah. Structurally, they're a very well-structured defensive side and set up well without the ball. And I think it was that contrasting styles. Cause we're, we're, that, or we're trying to be that really offensive, explosive type. Well, you know what was pleasing? We're actually – the Tigers stuff is a lot about get the ball in and we'll deal with what happens later. 
get it in. Whereas we were actually seemingly trying to hit up targets. Yeah, well, we jokingly said a couple of times last year, we should dribble the ball yeah. along the ground inside 50 because it would screw with every other team's you know setup because they seemed to want us to kick it long and deep and that was better for them. It's almost as if Damien Hardwick came to that mm. um, epiphany especially five years ago. <laughs> and it is too, and especially without wanting to pump our own tyres up. You look at guys like, well, Jones is a pretty good intercept player. Weedering's a good intercept player. Um, you know, Doherty, etc. They're probably looking at it going, put it in the air, maybe a bit less, try to just get it in. And, you know, we've got Castagna and those guys to sort of buzz around, uh, Rioli, etc. The other one, Fab, for us, we've obviously been on the forefront of this battleground. Just in terms of fitness, and what else are we looking for? Presence. Fitness and presence is what we were looking for. That was something I was keen to keep an eye on. And uh, look, look, we we have been at the forefront of this Andrew Russell discussion, but I'm here to say that I'm not I'm not putting a target on his back because the guys ran out of legs halfway through the last quarter on round one, which in, we which we did. It was a warm night, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like that's that to me wasn't so much of a concern as it is maybe to others, I kind of looked at it and go, that's probably realistic in the first. We're back to 20-minute quarters, et cetera, et cetera. The actual aerobic fitness of the group to me wasn't wasn't a huge problem. What was, and I mentioned this to Tim in the aftermath last night, and I don't, I'm not pinning this on Russell. I don't know whose responsibility this is, but I don't think game management of the of fitness of, of, or of our energy levels was where it should be. We ran out of uh, rotations a lot earlier than Richmond mm. with a fair bit of time on the clock. And that's, that's massive. And that's that's um, genuinely massive. And this is that thing And Paddy Cripps played a lot of game time in the first half and he did, he burnt out. Yep. We're going to speak a bit about so, this with structure later. So whoever they might have to do. Responsibility but, it was, that 50 number needs to be managed. And But this is what I... So I think there is an alchemy, there's a mad science to which you're only going to find by actually playing in the heat of a contest for points when things come up that you know, change your, what are we trying to do, what are we trying to achieve? So you're going to, in isolation last night is a good learning for yep. us to kind of go, okay, what worked in the rhythms of these interchanges when someone came off, when someone came on, how did we react to that? We probably didn't do that as well as we might. But that was something I was keen to look at. And to be honest with you, we're not sitting here and we can't say it was a roaring success, but in the same breath... I'm not going to sit back and bash it as, as the reason we lost the game. No. Do you, know, do you know what I reckon the best thing out of last night was? Lay it on me. As a group of Carlton support, or in fact, any club, actually, round one comes around and you, everyone has hope, expectation, whatever, and there's always that risk of, what, what if we haven't quite come together as we need to? What happens if, if we're just not that good? Mm. And... And We've had that a few times against Richmond. We have. Really we just sobering. say we're not even close to competing here. Yeah. Well, last night we competed. We had quality. Well, here, okay. We're going to come back to you in just one moment. We're going to skip ahead. One of the things I had, which what do we want to see? Yep. Pick up, hold your thought, and pick it up in about 10 seconds. Yep. Did, this is what I wanted. So, we, how do we start the game? Can we run it out or fitness? Did they know they were in a match? Fucking oath. I sat there and thought. We can lose the game, but the last couple of years, they've, they've kind of played with us. And you Th- go, third gear footy. Yeah. You go, did, did Richmond, 
Did the final siren go? Did Richmond walk off the field, Timbo, knowing that was a that was a contest? They needed the best player in the competition to play at the peak of his powers to get us to get them over the line. Yep. And even then, as we said, they kicked the last three goals of the game, and up until that, we were a kick away from the lead. There was a lot of Collingwood twenty nineteen about last night. In that the margin doesn't really reflect mm. the contest. Well, here's the bottom line: Paddy Dow shot seven minutes to go would have given us the lead by a point, yeah. And then with four minutes to go, we're a kick behind. We're a kick in it still. Yep. Yep. So that three minutes has ebbed and flowed either way. So that was one of the things. And then lastly, I wanted to how we structured without the ball. That was a concern of mine during preseason. Fab and last night, not flawless. Football never is harder to see at home. Harder to see at home, you guys. Um, yeah. But but at the same time, certainly more pleasing than what we'd seen during the preseason. We got cut to ribbons by St Kilda, mm. and the only time that we ever looked really bad um, was turnover, which you're that, all, You get punished it, more. That, that at, happens. That That's footy. Eddie now. had Telstra Dome, yes. Colonial, whatever you yes. want to call it. Yep. What's it called? Marvel. You get punished for that a lot more on that small ground. Yeah. And and the worst moment will come to later because mm-hmm. I think it was a glaring, um, the obvious glaring error on the night by one player. And not that we want to single guys out, but yeah. It Breaks was, my heart. Yeah, but we, we, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we do come to that one later. Yeah. But, um, but but something that was really encouraging as part of that structure when we didn't have the ball, and then we were able to win it back, and you wouldn't have been able to see this on at home, Fab, but really, really pleasingly, Tim, Harry was a kick and a half ahead, but he was in acres of space. Heaps of space. Yep. And we're sitting there going, if Zach Williams comes in, if Jack Martin comes in, guys, and Mitch McGovern, people hate Mitch McGovern, let's be honest, but he's a beautiful kick of the football. He's arguably the best kick at the football at the club. If these guys are getting the ball wing half forward and okay. Harry Mackay is in 35 metres of space, we are having shots at goal. Yep. yep. They're getting the ball to We've him. got to get Harry in a one-on-one situation. He wasn't in one-on-ones, Fab. No. He was in one-on-nones. He was on his own. And he's sitting there going, that's actually a couple of times we just couldn't. Levi got caught on the flank. He just mm. couldn't quite get the ball yep. to him. And he yep. went... The Tigers are rolling the dice here, and they should have been doing. And Zach Fisher, oh, yeah. Zach Fisher tried to hit him up once. It would have been in the probably the first quarter. He doesn't have the leg on him. Yeah, but he sees it, and it's an easy intercept because you know, Harry was sixty meters away. But Zach knew it what was he the to right do. option, but just the, it lacked the execution. It was the wrong guy. Yeah, he could never execute it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we want to talk about a little bit about, I suppose, messaging after the game. My my messaging. Stop reading my text, mate. Your text. Reading my messages, man. It's my private property. It's my IP. Keep your eyes to yourself. You're lucky I'm not swearing this year. I'm going to fly kick you in the head. Fuck yourself. I'm going to knock you out. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? (laughs) I'll smash him? No, I'll knock him out. I'll knock him out. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a little little gag macker, uh, Fabian's brother. Some guys were doing doughies. Where was it? Craigieburn. Craigieburn. The Craigieburn City Car Park we were there in um, soccer club and they were doing some doughies and uh, Macca just under his breath goes, I'll knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was dead panted. It was brilliant. Um, I think my messaging after the game, Timbo, pretty straightforward. We put it on Twitter and would just be, just talk to the boys and, and go, if, if they are the benchmark, if Richmond are the benchmark, going, you ran them to the wire. We're in it to our eyeballs. That's that is so positive. And, and and at the end of all of that, you've gone, there was the expectation of will we compete, will we perform, can we match it in the in the heat of the game? And it was tick, 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 tick. And I'm sitting there going, 
and I'm not satisfied. Mm. Like it was well, we nice. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be it, it was satisfied. nice, and and we're at the we're finally at the stage that mediocrity just isn't and, acceptable. And, and 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 it was like I just want for more. Can I, we or just more of that? Can we divorce ourselves too? I think you you are capable of doing this, Tim. There's a lot of fans who I feel can can we divorce ourselves from allowing ourselves to be satisfied that we've played good football and we can still be dissatisfied that we lost a game of football. Absolutely. We will, and and we that's will the play, best thing. That's we will the best play thing. worse football than that and win. Correct. Yep. So you kind of then go, looking at it holistically, looking at it dispassionately, Richmond are the benchmark team in the competition. Realistically, we were always up against it to beat them. Realistically, going, we gave them a scare. Yep. We played some really good football at times. We're going to talk about some of the positives from some of the new boys and, and some of the guys we've seen a little bit of. So... Let's take the positives out of a performance that was probably going to be unlikely to net us a win. Yep. But the fact that we actually gave ourselves every opportunity until very late in the piece, time on in the last quarter, to put us away. Yep. Um, that, that leads me, I suppose, that the fan stuff I always find really strange in a result like this. We seem to get really or more hard up about games we're probably less likely to win. Yep. You know, we, we lose to Port last year with a kick after the siren, and you would have... You could have, like we lost to the 96 Roys. It's, 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 it's frame of reference. It comes back to frame of reference, though, Shout it? out to Pete Mendes. <laughs> so, some, some people... Rosita's well, some, some people will never get, will never be satisfied. I, I, th- I think that's one but thing. Do you but feel like sometimes that's a bit of an, an act where it's like, oh, I'm just so hard-nosed, we had to win, and I only accept wins? Yeah, yeah. Look, like, and it might be that, but it might also be the way the game was played, and at a certain point you go... I mean, I made the comment in the Super Bowl a year and a half ago, and the whole time I said, look, I'm not bewedded to winning. You know, we don't have to win this game. But, but you get to a point. And you're going, okay, right now, we, I'm disappointed if we lose. But you, no, you, you and get, right at that point, you, the 49ers <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> but you, you get, you allowed yourself, you let your guard yeah. down, you became vulnerable, you, get you, vulnerable. That's it. You, you feel like that, w- you felt at times in that Port Adelaide game, you're going, we'll win this. Mm. And last night it was. It wasn't we, we quite can, that, but it we was. We can, we can. You thought the longer the game went on, you, you always had this feeling they got two goals up, and you thought, "Geez, one more they might skip away." Yeah, but we're not. But we were never going away. Exactly. And, and I thought the best thing about last night is, in previous years when we've played good footy, and it hasn't happened a lot, but when we've played good footy, there's still been passengers. Yep. I reckon last night, and and we didn't have twenty three c- contributors. But there were a whole lot less passengers yep. last night. There was a lot. There was across everybody the board. Everybody had moments. Though. Every, I, I, I every, think everybody did something yep. positive. That's great. That's an excellent point because you, every team has whipping boys, and and they're usually the same names. And you, and you look at it and you go, so a guy like Samo. Samo gets a lot of heat. And I want to preface this fab by saying, we all know, and we all live with the fact that Samo is playing in the wrong position. Yep, he's playing in the wrong position. It's it, to me, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. And everyone's got, oh, you've got to drop him. And you go, well, he won't be dropped. And if he is dropped, like, I'll just lose the plot. Because a couple times last night, Tim, there was that moment in the last quarter when he should have been gang-tackled. And he kept his cool, and he did the most just phenomenally skillful. He got around a couple, and then the outside of the boot 45 to the guy, how he saw him there is just extraordinary. And he's sitting there going, that's the quality yeah, that's what very few others on the list can do. Very few others on the list can do, and we're going to speak about a few. We don't want to. We don't want to start. You know, we've we've already. Some people might say we have got our man with Simo, so we're not putting others in the gun. We're not going after. We're not. We're not Randy Orton. We're not career killing. <laughs> but at the same time, there's a few others where you're watching one in particular, and you're sort of going, their shortcomings are becoming more and more 
pronounced. Yep. And we as a club need to accept and be prepared to look beyond them and actually go, we need better than that. Yep. And with Samo, for all people's criticisms of him, he does things that very few of his teammates can do. Agreed. And then look at a guy like Lockie O'Brien, another guy getting stick. Lockie O'Brien's work rate last night... Was exceptional. Unbelievable. Yep. Rolling back in the zone, making sure that he's a body where he needs to be. His ball use was pretty good when he got it. He didn't get a lot of it. He had that one horror moment, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. Yeah, he had, to had an entire passage that was yeah. horrific. He, he, two he moments. Outside. No, it was three. Which was the first one. Well, this, he, he... He had the drop mark and then the missed kick. And then and then he, he goes manic pressure... To go at the ball and, gets, and, and lets go everybody go out the back. Oh, how far back do we want to go, Tim? How far <laughs> it was all the, it was no, all no, in but, the one but, possession but it, of football. It was, you can't. You got to let the error go and say, "What's my role now?" My role was to get to stop the overlap run, and he ran past the overlap run, and yeah, I, the overlap run came anyway. He was one of a few who got the heart in the it, mouth. It was, and the it was a shit moment. Yeah. Um, and then obviously a part of that, you know, the fan fallout has been not. It's not fallout. I'm being unfair there, but just the fan sort of reaction to a result that they should take more heart from than a few are. Um, Fab has been some of the media fallout. I don't know if you've been exposed to a little bit of it today. You'd be forgiven for thinking, and this needs to be on the record, yep. the Tigers in these round one games have never done to us what we used to do to them. Correct. Ever. What was our highest margin? 80? 83 or 5 points or something. Yep. They have never done that to us. Yep. Last night's margin flattered them. Correct. Uh, I had Carlton at plus 23 and a half, broke my heart. Damn it. Um, so, Fab, this, you listen to these people talk about you, obviously, were exposed to the coverage post-game. Yep. And it just sounded inc- it just sounded like they'd watch different games. It was, and I'm going to be fair, the Channel 7 feed that Foxtel were taking, at the end of the game, Luke Hodge was quite complimentary to Carlton, saying he could see the strides we had taken in steps. And he even throughout the game, he, he was almost kind of coaching us in a way, this is what we should do next time or that or... Th- and then they cut to Gary, uh, Nick Rewalt, and John O'Brown. John O'Brown in the uh, in the Foxtel studio, and it was just like, have they improved? Um, you know, their kids just aren't quite good enough. High draft picks. It's all the same shit that we've always heard. And then conversely, they go on and praise Richmond as the greatest side they've ever seen. So it, it can't be both. Can't be both. No, especially after that performance, it should be. You can't sit there and say. Geez, how good were the Tigs? And then in the same breath go, but Carlton aren't very good, so we probably shouldn't. You go, no, which one is it? Yeah, yeah. There were two because teams. if we're not that good, then how do they get pushed? Mm. And if they are that good, well, give us some. Cre- and we're not. No, here. They, they, they don't want to. They don't want to give credit. But we don't need to hear no, it from no, them. No. We, we don't need these bozos to frank our thinking because the reality is, supporters and people that listen to this podcast know the Carlton Football Club better than. The experts do because they're trying to cover eighteen teams at once. Mm. We pick the eyeballs out it's very of one surface level. Yeah, very much so. So anything that any of us, the, the opinions that we have, run a hell of a lot deeper. And um, stop and, touching and, my shit, fam. Stop touching and, my shit. And, and, and anyone that tries to have an opinion in the media, again, unless you're maybe a, a David King type who does like to delve. into I think into what Carlton needs to builds. do. He's go back to ground zero. <laughs> what, what do they do best? I think, what's their one wood, fam? Their one wood is just being shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sort of thing. Don't, don't try and be good. No, that's not in your kit bag. Yeah. What you need to do, Jacob Wiedering, good contested mark, might be able to get a third rounder for him. Go back to the draft. <laughs> don't fuck you, Kingy. Um, Ch- champion data. <laughs> Kingy actually gives us kudos. 
Does he? Yeah, he does. Do you know who did give us kudos last night? And Twitter <laughs> nearly went into a meltdown. Oh, Kano. Kano. Oh, well, Kano. Uh, we're going to talk about the man that he gave kudos to uh, very shortly. Need to. But, um, and then, like, as I said, that even listening to a bit of SEN this morning, Gary, you know, he's talking a bit about it and he kind of continued on that thread and you're sort of sitting there thinking, which one is it though, mate? Yeah. Like, yeah, we can be satisfied with the the performance. The performance was quite heartening. But we're disappointed to lose. Gary, in a way, is a little bit like some members of our support group, where or supporter group. The he wants to rock up round one and see Carlton just blow Richmond out the water. They are a bona fide thing, or they've made that step. Yep, make it easy for me. Yeah, yeah, make it really. I show want me, to, show I want, me. I want yeah, Carlton are a contender. I want to look at the paper tomorrow and see that Carlton's score is higher than Richmond's score. Therefore, they play better. Therefore, I can say that. It's just, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, so we're going to go now into the chicken salads. Yep, chicken salads. And we've got to start with uh, the man who got Kano's praise, Sam Walsh. Sister-in-law. Sam Walsh was, uh, and I've said this a few times, to be honest. I was like, do I try to say it a different way? No, he was breathtaking. Yep. Um, this is the guy now, his third year of football, and he's doing what... When, when he was getting a bit of criticism, not criticism, but people were knocking him a couple of years ago, he didn't come into the AFL with Matt Rowell's body. No. He still doesn't, no, have, he still doesn't no. have Matt Rowell's body. But he's got a stronger frame and he's taking tackles. The hips don't lie, as Shakira nah, said, Sean. They, they and don't. through the hips, he stands up in tackles. He thinks he's bloody cooter all of a sudden. This, yep. He doesn't go down. He'll take the 360, assess the options, give it a... Did he get caught last night? Oh, he got a couple of hole in the balls against him, I think. One, I one was, was a bit, bit harsh, stiff, and yeah. then the other one was technically a throw. He was yeah, just, yeah, that's right. He in fact, nails, that called the throw, yeah. He nails that goal in the third, and that's almost a complete f- performance. He was everywhere. Yep. There was a moment in the third quarter, it might have been, when he was in defensive 50 and had to take the ground ball and the half volley, had to take the tackle, had to hit the target, and he did all three. Yeah, and he wow. just went, yep. wow. He has to be... <sighs> He has to get a vote. Oh, he'll get two. He'll get two. Shy bot maybe, 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 maybe. You could make an argument, as, as exceptional as Dusty was. Dusty will get three. He will, absolutely. But Dusty he, goes into the game with three, and yeah. it's up to him to lose. Pro- prove it otherwise. Yeah. It's like Dangerous Minds with the A. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, Walsh was, he was absolutely phenomenal. It's just, just superb. Um, Lockie Fogarty, Timbo, your man. Yes. Is it, is it Fogarty? John Fogarty. Lockie Fogarty. His, nick, his nickname's Fogsy. His old man's nickname is Fogsy. So his old man's nickname Fogsy? Yeah. His old nickname. Man's nickname was Fogsy. So I, old I, I think it's Fogarty. Uh, was he the guy you called the find? Was that Durden? Corey Durden oh, is going to be it. the find. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, I, I put a question yeah. mark. Is this the guy yeah. that... No, no. no I've said Corey Durden is the find, and I may have gone a bit early, but I haven't, I haven't delved enough into the reserves game to know who's put their best foot forward, but... Um, well, pleasingly, we found out that Williams played, obviously, with a, being a practice match, he yes. could. Um, my, my immediate thought, uh, gentlemen, and either of you can respond to this, um, watching last night's game, not, not knowing um, too much about Fogarty, having not seen him play a whole heap of football, knowing the name, knowing the Geelong connection. You had mentioned, I think, Kath, shout out to Kath, your sister had sort of spoken a bit about him and she said she liked him. It, look, he's his family... Are very close with my cousin's family. Yeah, that was so. Lovely. So we used the, the wider family. We used to holiday up at Tawonga South, of course, uh, up on the Kiwa River. Yeah, 
And there's about no, four will. families that have always been up there, and the Fogarty's have been one of them. Timbo's Fogarty's. <laughs> I haven't spent a heap of time up there. So, again, my folks and my younger sister, Kath, have spent a lot more time up there. But we've followed Lockie's um, career, and ironically... Kath, being a Geelong supporter, has had him for three years, and now he's come. <laughs> now he's come to Carlton, and and can you tell us tell us about the day Lockie was born, Timbo? Because <laughs> where were you? But yeah, so he's. But watching his watched perf- him closely. Watching his performance last night. That f- I three sat- minutes story <laughs> we'll was for it. nothing. <laughs> Just saying, we know the fella. We it's like all, him. It's all colour, Tim. Uh, fan. Yeah, it's, it's not a. It's not another Darcy Lang, Billy Smiths. Well, okay, I had this thing. Where I was I was watching him, and I was like. It's like Goldilocks. It's like the third ball's the right one. Because we've gone through the other two, just not up to it. Too hot, too cold, too slow, just too inconsistent, too unskillful. Uh, and then this guy, I sat there and I turned to Dad maybe about halfway through the third quarter and I said, this man tonight might have retired Eddie Betts. Footy smart, hard, pressure, execution. And then you start thinking about Eddie and you're sort of going, I don't know if Eddie... Sees the year out. Yeah. He, he may not play a game. He may not play a game. And that's a good problem. It's a great problem. Because he's been squeezed out. Yep. And I just thought, this, yeah, this, this guy's he's done really well and, and he's, he's going to make it real hard. Eddie Betts kicks that set, set shot, though. That's, that was the only blot on his copybook on the night. Mm. You kick that goal. The, and, and, and we all know the dynamic in a game of footy when a, when a guy kicks his first goal and Oscar McDonald did it as well. The players get around them, and it really it galvanises your team, and I reckon it gets the opposition just a bit uncomfortable. Mm. That that you know these guys are really up yeah. and about. This guy might have been a bit nervous. He yep. might have been a bit yep. unsure, but geez, he's in it. His his pressure across half forward particularly was magnificent, and the way he rolled up with Fisher um, to be an outlet to transition the ball was was really really good. And he as did well. a bit of blocking in tight yep. where he released other guys as well. You know what and, he did, and, and sometimes it's the effort. Off the ball. Early, yeah. totally early, a lot of his work was just putting bumpers, yep. arms across. If you're going to run through, you're running through a bit of force. Yep, yep. Um, we're going to slow you down a little bit. Um, I haven't felt the way about a half-back flanker wearing a navy blue jumper. I haven't felt this way since the great man was patrolling the half-back flank for the Blues, Chris Yaron. Adam Saad. He was delightful, wasn't he? <laughs> he was electric, and he was a guy who... And I use the Yaz comparison just that when he was near the ball, there was this sense of bubble in there. There's this yeah. sense of this guy's gonna he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna do something. something. He's gonna do something, he's gonna take off. And he's all the nonsense from Essendon people about one on ones, he didn't look like he had any problem. But not not at all. Like even when he went up against Dusty a couple of times yeah. and he got beaten, but he's not Robinson Crusoe there. He really <laughs> This is the perfect idiot. This, this is the perfect segue because Fab and I are going to start saying when we can. We probably should have looped you in because this would the perfect opportunity. We're going to start saying he's not David Caruso <laughs> because so many people in the media. I don't think they know what it means. They don't know what it means. They yeah, say yeah. it wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Back to the Future. Oh, the Blues are set to go Back to the Future, and you're like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, he's hardly Robinson. Sam McClure is a big hardly Robinson Crusoe there. So we're going to start saying he's hardly David Caruso there. Okay, I like it. Um, I, I will battle because you always forget. But he, yeah, like, well, I just laughed at myself because I thought whether he wins the contest or not, this idea that this he has no defensive no defensive side at all is ridiculous. Yep. This yeah, guy is fantastic. I love Fab a couple of times when he just stuck the poor out. Yep. It was like, you know when David, uh, Brett Thornton used to do that? And you were like, don't do that, T-Bird. <laughs> you don't have the skill to go one-handed. Don't do it, T-Bird. 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 Two hands. 
Saad's doing it. You go and go for it, Adam. Yeah. I believe <laughs> you. You have license. <laughs> uh, so he was fantastic. He was absolutely great to watch. I loved it doesn't work all the time. I said earlier, footy isn't flawless. Our spread from contests, I thought it was was really good. Um, we used the full width of the ground. We were prepared to come back inside. And it cost us a few times when yes. we don't execute and leave ourselves – you leave yourself that open against Richmond. You want to talk about how the double standard, Fab? You want to talk about the double standard oh, in the wow. downwell, downhill skiers? We all lived through this years ago. When we were downhill skiers, well, we were branded. We were one-way runners. If, yeah. if a couple of blues were running toward goal in, like, you know, rugby style, oh, look at them, oh, God, don't want to go the other way. Two-way running, uh, that's all Richmond do. Yeah. Well, they always have someone outside the contest. They all, and they and I'm not criticising, but no, no, by no. the way, I'm not criticising that. This the is, good Hawthorne standard. sides used to always have someone at the back yep. of a contest. When it got hot, we knew, they knew someone was 10, 15 yards in a direction as an outlet. Yeah. But I think, as you say, the issue is if you've got five active players at a contest – you can't all be defensive and you can't all be offensive and you have to get the balance. And I think the good teams achieve that. Yep. It did seem a couple of times last night that when, you know, the heat was really on, when there was a release by Richmond, <laughs> there was... <laughs> Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was a couple of guys... Is that Beverly that, Hills Cop? No. At the no. start of Beverly Hills Cop when he's... That, he's that is Axel F. Yeah. Okay. No, actually, no, you're the heat. You're singing the heat is on. I know, yeah, by but, Kenny Loggins. But didn't the heat is on play in Beverly Hills Cop when he was attacking? He was he was getting on the, the cigarette truck at the start. I reckon you could be right. It, it might be, but then they play the song Axel F. They later played that. On, they so played they mate, that's both the theme. Yeah, they, yeah. The played, they played Axel F. Like when he was just like folding towels. Yeah, fair enough. Having a shave and starts playing. But back to the point. There would it seemed every now and again there'd be just two Richmond guys running forward of the contest, and when it came off. They were in the clear and they looked magnificent, but mm. you're going, that's not sustainable. We mentioned it earlier, that, that a couple of times we we just came undone yep. by the very finest of margin. Well, there was, the, there was a moment, and I said this to Fab, uh, Fab last night on the phone on the way home, there was a bit of play when Cripper was running towards the goal at the city end, so it must have been third quarter, and he gathered oh. the ball on his bootlaces and he's done a, handball. a 45 handball, Damn. which Bolter. if it came off... Goal. It was magnificent because I think it was Gibbons was off to the races. We had well, we the whoever received it, it might have been Fogarty, and then Gibbons was ahead of him. Yeah, and Bolter Bolter stuck his foot out and uh, or his hand out, whatever it was, yep. and and it it was really good play by yeah. Richmond, but it was it was just the absolute last gasp That's ability to be able to stop it, and and we said there was a lot of kicks where where we'd sort of have a forty. 45 metre kick to a guy in space and if he gets it he's clear because again you take the mark the guy's static so you've got, you're got owning this bloke mm. and Marlon Pickett to his credit who I'm not a big fan of did it a couple of times running back with a flight just getting a little touch on it I think Arts did it a couple of times as well and, and it was just we were inches away from brilliance on more than one occasion it just seemed mm. they'd get that little bit of a rub of the green and, and maybe they create it themselves I don't know but geez, we, we, were, we were so in it so often Absolutely I do think Fab like I said, footy's not flawless. Keep saying that. Probably going to say it a lot. But I actually thought... Is that one of your new... Maybe. I've the turtles, had, I've turtles happened, go I've, to the ocean? I happened across it. At least it actually kind of makes sense. Um, what are the turtles one again? Not, not all the turtles make it to the ocean. That's about talking about the draft. Like all the kids you pick, they don't all end up yeah. growing up. Um, I think that 
Now, generally speaking, our foot skills were quite all right. Yep. Like, generally speaking, you're not going to hit every target in every match. No. But generally speaking, I thought we moved the ball sharply. I thought we moved it well. I we thought moved we, it very well by hand. I thought we, yeah. we tried to we tried to be aggressive when we could. Um, we tried to go corridor. We recognised that sometimes wide was the way to go. Yep. We created spread. Yep. Um, I thought that was you know, pretty pleasing. The only time you can't go corridor, and we were guilty of it a few times, is when you're running together forward you can use use the corridor but when a leading player coming out of 50 so if your delivery is corridor side but the game's kind of coming at you in the turnover i can't remember who it was maybe even jack nunes did it a few times you can't use the corridor because if you get it turned over they've got that momentum going the other way yep whereas with where if the momentum with the team with the ball possessing the ball is going forward you can use the corridor. But a couple of times when we had to hit up targets, we went inside and you have to nail them. Yep. If it's obvious and it's it's you know and that's where low we, percentage risk take I it. Want, but I want guys like Samo a bit further up the field. Yeah. To, to execute the that. guys. Yep. Can um, I can I give some some love to, to Jack Nunes? Please. As well. Twenty seven touches last night, twelve contested. Um, went at eighty five percent, ten marks, seven score involvements. Just David King's mate, Glenn Luff. Eight intercepts and two clearances. So I thought that's 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 a good game, Fab. That's a good game. It's it's oh. the quintessential wingman game in in, in an right, era right where when, when, when you got to link up and you got to provide that transition from defence forward. Yeah. He he played it perfectly. But I also thought he played. He did the. He was a bit unassuming at the same time. In an odd way, with twenty seven possessions, like may, you saw may, him maybe. Live at more, but he put his body in more than I've seen Jack Nunes put his body in as I well. Think, I think generally a, a, that aspect of our game last night was pretty good. Yeah, it was even very hard. Even Lockie O'Brien, he backed into one. Yeah, hmm? Will Setterfield, and it showed you one handed at one. I'm willing that that one. I'm willing to give Setters the, the benefit, benefit of the doubt, doubt in the yeah. sense that it was a high floating sort of where is it yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. He started well, Setters. He just he kind of he's doing the sit behind the ball. He's doing what's the what's the role in. Um, he, uh, in the soccer, he's the defensive, the Makalele. That's what he's doing. He's sitting there behind the ball. And he uses it well enough. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 he didn't play poorly last night at all. I thought at times he was very good. I mean, a little bit of luck. You know, he had a poster that yeah, could have been a, a real game changer. Um, I, as we said, everyone had really good moments throughout yeah. the game. Other times, not so much. I've got no issue with Will Setterfield at all. Do we have any more chicken salads? Any shout-outs? Any special... You want to mention maybe? No? Oh, look, I was going to give you a just between you and me. We're going to do that later. That's its own segment. Oh, really? Well, we always seem to – his criteria seems to be different to what everyone else's is. But Paddy Cripps' first half, I like the fact that a couple of times it was like, I'm not going to go left around this bike or I'm not going to go right. I'm going to go through through him. And he's bore, just like, I'm going to bore a hole in the middle of this man's And I, I don't know if you guys saw Jaden Short. First quarter, he does it. We've got a free kick. It's I think it's down the field, but Paddy takes the free kick. And he goes to play on, and the guy on the mark moves after he's moved. And Paddy's gone, I'm just going to run through the umpire. You Go back and have a look at it. He, yeah, I he, saw it. I remember seeing it. And I'm, I'm convinced the umpire's gone, he's coming for me. Like, he's <laughs> Please, used Paddy, the umpire. No. He's kind of used the umpire as a shield, but I reckon the umpire's gone, he's going to kill me. Yep. He's literally tried to run straight through him. and I'll, He's probably blown himself up a bit, and it's round one, but... I like what I saw at Paddy. Like, it's fantastic. It was just that ball. Well, once you get that match fitness to complement what you're trying to do when you're playing four quarters, 
good luck stopping him. Absolutely. Uh, just the chicken shits. We don't want to sort of, like always, we don't want to labour on the, the chicken shits. Um, but I thought you know, Richmond's centre bounce dominance uh, yeah. was really troubling for us. We really, really struggled to kind of get any kind of foothold there. That made it hard for us as, as good of a fist as we did coming off half back. You I don't think Pitt necessarily played a horrible game. I just thought that he goes Nan- Nankervis, was, was, Nankervis was good. Nankervis is good football. We spoke though. about Pitto a bit, uh, maybe, I don't know if it was on the pod, mm. about how he's such an enigma because he goes through periods of games where he's just uncompetitive yep. in a contest. And not because he's not trying or whatever. He's just maybe uncompetitive is the wrong word in the sense that he's not effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's ineffective. Impotent. Yeah. Um, and then that was a little bit last night. And you can sit there and go, Davis. And you can't, Dr. Davis. <laughs> erectile dysfunction is serious. <laughs> so it affects one in 16 Ruckman. Um, I think that there's an aspect of his performance where you go, I actually can't really knock you, mate, because you're giving it everything. Against St Kilda. You're trying. Against St Kilda, he'd drop back into the hole a couple yeah, of times yeah. and he'd fly for marks. Yeah, that one, we copped a goal because he yeah, fucking went under he one ju- he just, last yeah, night. There was one last night when Tom Lynch ended yeah. up marking over the top of him. And, and that Wieners, was a good goal by Lynch well, as well. He just, no, he, just let, he went early. Yeah. yeah. By the time the ball was there, by the time the ball was there, he'd was he already jumped and landed. Yeah, yeah. It was a real Corey yeah. McKernan at his absolute depth. Corey McKernan before the laser eye surgery. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Dr. But, Noel um, Elpins. But he clunked, he clunked a lot of... Thanks, Gabe. Thanks. He clunked a lot of the ones that he needed to take last night deep in defence. And and when you see him doing that, you're going, that's all we want. We we don't expect you to be a Brownlow medal winning Ruckman, but all we need is contest and impact it would be. (laughs) It would also be one hell of a chicken salad. (laughs) Um, I think that my my sort of look at it was, if you're going to lose, learn. Yeah. So when when we we were looking at this centre bounce, we're going, geez, we're really struggling in there. Geez, I don't know. Maybe we try something different. And something I'd been thinking about during the week and during the game. And in fairness, I think selection on Wednesday night was not met well by the fan base. But in the end, humble pie. It actually was clearly well put out. Yeah. They executed it. So, you know, we've got to own that. But I thought to myself, when we're really struggling to get a foothold here, put Cripps to centre-half forward. Put Samo or give Murph a run, you know, for a couple of bounces. Don't. Don't have them take five in a row, yeah. but put Cripps to centre half forward and basically say, without you in there, Cripp, we're actually we're actually not winning them with you in there at the moment. That's not your fault as such. But let's mix it up. Let's move the magnets. Let's give Richmond something to think about here. What are they doing here? And w- we've said it a while. God, Cripps would probably be our best centre half forward <laughs> if he played there. Demands a good defender. Just mixes it up and then throws the ball, if you will, to a Samo, to a Dow, to Walsh. You know, Murphy, et cetera. Setterfield. Setterfield. Yeah. Just mix it up a little bit and say, let's see, Nunes. Just go, let's see how we go. And if we get it forward, this guy's dangerous. Yep. And isolated as well. It may, may be easier to pull that lever when Williams is in the middle as well. True. Correct. No, so. absolutely true. And then probably the other one was just that run of momentum. It probably wasn't as stark as it was at times last year. Richmond did get that run on, but it didn't feel as deflating as certain run-ons did last year. But yep. the first two goals of the run-on... In the four goals in a row when we were, what, six goals to four in front or was it eight goals mm. to six, one or the other, yeah. um, was the the run past, um, we talked about the run past free kick, uh, or 50 metre penalty against Ed Curno when he's... Protected area. Yeah, the, yep. the, the opponent's just milked it because he's, he's done the, the, the 90 degree turn on a, on a thrippany bit, um, which as you say, you know, is Ed Curno transgressing? Not, Not really. really. No. He's just been a victim of a... A situation which they're trying to it, milk. It doesn't feel like it's football. It's just gamesmanship. You, you, that, were, that was your words before. 
Um, and then obviously that's a gift goal to Jack Revolt. And then of course there was the deliberate against Liam, and you sit there and you're going, that's, it's just a game killer. Yeah, no, it's a game killer when you don't penalise Toby Nankervis in largely similar, different but similar yeah. situation. You pay them both, no one cares to play one and not the other. Just you know, it, it, it unduly yep. favours one team when it just shouldn't happen. Just going into that protected area thing, and this isn't a chicken shit, this is actually a chicken salad, because I get irritated when players like Jaden Short, Daniel Rich, get those you know, goals from outside 50. They're not allowed in there now. Right? And Short wanted to be that option. Now, Tom Lynch ultimately goes on and kicks the goal anyway. Yep. But Gibbo wouldn't let him have it. Yep. And Short was bitching and moaning to the umpire. And the umpire, you clearly pick it up on the mic, say, you get out of there. Yeah, he'll follow you. Yeah, yeah. you get out. And it was like, and Gibbo just wouldn't let him go. And as I said, ultimately the result is the same because Kicks a goal. Lynch ends up kicking it. But we copped some goals. Daniel Rich kicked two against oh. us last year. Yep. And yep. That, that infuriates me. Yep. So the fact that we're alert to that, because I go by the two A's. Lose, learn. I'm bringing this this year. Attitude and application. That's your fitness and presence. That's exactly what right. I was going to say. Attitude. You've and walked right into that one. The attitude, I think, was bang on. Can I had a, a third A? Triple A. Triple A. Yeah. Awareness. Ooh. Yep. Oh, come on. That is that is easily coming along. Attitude and application, they're basically the same thing. What's your best ability? Application <laughs> is also... Fab, what's your best okay. ability? Attitude, application, and execution. Now, I just... I think... Triple A-E... Yeah. You've lost the plot. All right. I reckon it's, I reckon a, it's well, fitness and presence. I reckon it's attitude and awareness. I reckon you drop application. Because I, no. I think attitude, I think application drops in under awareness, under attitude. Well, I'm going to go with no application and, and execution then. What about awareness? I'm going to be honest with you. He's campaigning for this awareness to get it. put in. I'm, I'm not putting it in. But awareness is exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> awareness is exactly what you're talking about, though. Like you, you, you were talking about recognizing. Who's the dangerous man here? Awareness, yeah. Fab. Yeah. Yeah. You idiot. But just remember your best ability is <laughs> yes, availability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Tangent. We're, I don't even know what I we're talking about. I don't even care. About. We're going to go now on to the, um, <laughs> the mailbox. Um, so we're going to keep these short and sharp. Push the button. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. I've got to find the right button. Yeah. You've got mail. Yes, that's very good. <laughs> Last week you pushed the wrong button. Yeah, I pressed um, the big question maybe. No, you pushed the one that would make people's heads bottle. No, it wasn't that one. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, Mitchell Smith's got a bit of a, a match committee one, which is a really good question. We're actually got a segment called match committee where we will address that, so we won't do that now. But he's Mitch, you're very much on the, the right path that we are. Um, Mick, Nick Brewer. Michael, do you guys feel a lot better about Dow after his preseason and last night? It looks like a player again to me who's busy, clever, and tough. I agree. Yep, yep. I liked it. Linked up well with teammates. He obviously talks really well. I think he's got he, a goal. Yep, yep. Oh, goal. we we've always just talked about Dowie needing confidence, and I think he's just he's he's bolting on um, one game after another with him being involved, impacting, and just keep doing it, Patty. Totally. Uh, so, sidestep Patty. Sidestep Patty. Uh, Ashley King, similarly, you're at um, selection. We'll get to that one. Um, we've got Ash Gallagher, friend of the pod. Love Ash. I mean, follows Arsenal. He's a bit of an yeah. asshole, but whatever. <laughs> Love you, Ash. There's quality. Uh, took the day off. 
he did take the day off, didn't he? He wanted us to record a, like and have a pod for him ready to go, <laughs> yeah. like because he's obviously over there in the UK, I think. Yep. And he, he wanted to stay, have a pod ready to go for lunchtime or something. <laughs> like, mate, it's eleven thirty. <laughs> Got to work tomorrow. Um, did you think our forward fifty entries were more methodical into a plan? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. but much we're better. Actually hitting up targets actually seemed to be we, some patterns. We, we all, yeah, we didn't all seem to be in the same area. The Mark Murphy one to Harry Mackay in the second quarter was just beautiful. What? How refreshing was it just to go, there's a guy leading out. The first goal I was impressed with because everyone cleared away and let Levi stay one-on-one. Mm. I Isolate like him. anyone trying to outmark Le- Now, Levi was Levi so was a bit un- off, yeah. yeah. Timbo, he's had no preseason. No, 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 I know, I know. Has no practice matches, so he's coming. It's just in. when you're so used to it, though, when you don't see it, it just on the, some of my mates were texting throughout the game. You know, the whole typical non-Carlton's, but Levi's shit. Levi's this, not a football. The one thing Levi has done and done very well is Mark. Yep, he's got. He, when you're not fit, you don't have the. You don't have that. Parts, elements of your game drop off. and He wasn't marking last night either. Your so. confidence is down. That's, so, um, that's what it is. But I thought he, he created a contest. So, um, well, In that vein, Tim W., uh, there were a few instances last night where our lighter-bodied players appeared to not go hard enough. Is that an unrealistic expectation of that type of player? Or does the old saying, when it's your turn to go, you go, still stand? I think sometimes it can be a bit misleading when you've got a guy like, for instance, Sam Walsh found himself just in position A1, I got to tackle Dusty. Yep, and you're sort of going. That's not ideal. You, you're probably you're, but you're going to give it a crack. And then sometimes that can look like, mm. oh, that wasn't a great effort. And you go, he's never bringing him down. Yeah, like he's just not big enough. So I think sometimes that can colour your perspective of an incident. If you go, if I try to tackle you, Fab, you're like, well, like it's going to be good luck. Yeah, I'm not going to get it done. It's going to be it's going to be a pretty thin veneer of like a token. Oh, I'll try to get you. Yep. Um, but that's the best thing about Dusty Martin is so often. Like, and we love what he does. Everybody knows what Dusty's going to do against 17 other teams in the competition. Grab the arm. And he does it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of the grab the arm. Oh, no. Getting a phone call. Shout, the out, boss. shout, the boss. shout out to Kelly. Um, Casey Cordwell, a lot to like, but we need to make the most of our opportunities. Williams and Martin out last night hurt a lot. Uh, Dusty Martin, almost impossible to stop. I think that's absolutely fair enough. You, you want to be glass half full and look at it and go, geez, those two guys would have made an enormous difference. Um, we, we went through a period in the middle of the game where I saw a stat where I think each team had had 12 shots at goal in a particular time. Uh, we kicked 210, they'd kick 6-6. Six, six. Yep. And there were a couple there where you went, geez, it's, there's always going to be some that are less likely than others. And there were a few where you went, fuck, it's like Walshie, you probably should have kicked your one. Yep. Uh, you know, Fish had his set shot. But we had people... Harry Mackay play Harry on. Harry Mackay play on. You're going... Oh, Fogarty set shot. Yeah, so you yeah. sort of look at those going, mm. a couple of those. We don't need all of them. No, just a couple. A couple of them. Do you... I'm going to be harsh. Please. Do you think Harry could have snapped that on the right? Yes. I understand if he's if he's uncomfortable with the direct set shot. The one where he's on the boundary. And he... The early early foot. in the first quarter. And, and he check sides it. Yeah. Look, I, I've always said to you, I hate it when you miss that shot skinny because you've never given it a chance. I reckon you've got to hit it as hard as you can at the far post. And that's, and that's what, what Walshie that's did. That's what Walshie did. Yep. He did it wrong because yep. yep. he hit it too hard, too far. But that's Walshie's kick. No, that's what he does. Yep. And, and and that's that's the skill that I like. Yep. How much do you like it a lot? like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I is, like it a lot. <laughs> uh, Nick Walsh. Brother of Sam, perhaps. I don't know. 
What is Murphy's role in this team now? Did a couple of okay things, but overall looked slow and didn't have any influence. Do you give him the benefit of the doubt being round one, or is it heading towards a sad conclusion of his career? I reckon that's harsh. Yeah, very I think it's harsh. A few people yeah. have actually gone for Murph. Um, no one used the ball better going inside 50. That's yeah. right. That, it, that's it's his a role. Di- it's, a different role. His role. it's a different role for him this year, and I just... Yeah. I think no one's under any illusion that this is probably his last year. He looked awesome in the Essendon... Not... You know what I'm trying to say. He looked fit, firing that Essendon practice match. I yep. thought Murph actually looks like he's had a good break and he's ready to go. So I'm I think there's this football with a smile. Yeah, yeah. actually, of him probably going, this is it. Enjoy it. He he needs to gut run because he can do that. He need when the game is opening up and flowing. He needs to get on the end of it and either finish by kicking goals or finish by hitting. Hitting targets. Hitting targets. Yeah. And because that's the silk that he possesses. Yeah. And there's a few of the other guys, while they'll rack it up, they may not quite have the yeah. polish at the end of it. And you need the balance between totally. your workers and your finishers. Uh, and he's He our, needs to become a like a, a Mariana Rivera. It's the closer, a, the Sandman. It's going to be a closer. Um, when, when the game slows down to his pace... Good night. The unlucky Number blues four. have got in touch with us. Is uh, Oscar McDonald the next Liam Jones only in reverse? <laughs> Actually quite like that. Um, Gary Lyon was quite funny this morning. <laughs> when he, say. he was saying, he, was like, Gee, he looked like Wayne Carey for about <laughs> 10 minutes because he was ever... But credit to, to Oscar because when he comes on as the sub as the fresh man, you need to bring a level of energy. Absolutely. And intensity. That, that's your point of difference. Yeah, you need to actually make that advantage show. And he did. He came on. He was super effective. Do you and know Jack Ross did too for Richmond in fairness as yeah. well. So who would have been the ultimate injury sub, Sean? If you need to come on and bring Callum Chambers. Callum Chambers. Energy and intensity. Uh, would have been probably Dennis. No. Oh, this was – I gave you all that. It was an alley-oop. I've oh. thrown it up there and you've missed it. Well, I don't know who you're talking about. Who would go out – Oh, Josh DeLuca. <laughs> oh, I give a hundred and twenty-five. Josh DeLuca redlining at about one hundred and fifty thousand. He's just, he's, we're doing the warm up, and he's in, he's like on nine. <laughs> Very nice man, Josh. By the way, shout out to Josh. Um, Adrian Salerno, your man. Yep. Uh, is the Snyder cut a good distraction? No, I watched it yesterday. It's just longer. Doesn't fix any of the problems of the theatrical uh, cut. It goes for four hours. Apart from you and Adrian. Nobody gives a shit. That's a very a lot of people care. There's a lot of people that have yeah, talked about it absolutely. over a long period. Isn't of time. it like a four-hour movie? I just said that. Yeah, what we just said. <laughs> Basically, it's got all. Huh? It's, got, <laughs> it's got all the problems that the theatrical cut had. Just, just more longer. of them. <laughs> just more of them. And it's not that it's bad. It's actually it's an interesting study, Timbo, because it is this weird thing that exists as a parallel to the theatrical film that was this fan-driven phenomenon, and you sort of watch it and you're like, it's curious, mm. but at the same time. I see why what happened happened. Because yeah. someone at Warner Brothers would have watched this and gone, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason. Hey, you know what? This deviation is worse than Tim's Shut up. You know foggity camping stories. <laughs> Shut up. You know what's interesting, Tim, in the filmmaking process? Editing. Talk, talk to me. Editing yes. is a really important part of the process. And that's funny. That's ironic coming from us talking about this now on a Carlton podcast. But editing, <laughs> knowing when to end, when the scene ends, when the information is conveyed, in what order to convey the information. Very important. Important. And the Snyder Cut is like the most, it's like a schizophrenic nightmare where you're going, what the fuck is happening? I am lost. Anyway. The Snyder Cut. It's like a circumcision. Uh, Circumcision probably be less painful, yeah. Um, (laughs) 
That might cook, uh, might do us, I think. That might do us on the mailbag. Thank you very much to everyone who got in touch with us. Outstanding as always. A lot of familiar faces there. It's always good great, to get um, in touch. Great response in the votes. Yes, too. absolutely. I think Walsh will get the full 12 by the, by the looks of things. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, Which is very much deserved. The, fan, the fans vote, the, the printers. They do. It's the award for the fans. So, From uh, the fans. Absolutely. Um, and we will be delivering Jacob wearing his... Are we doing that? Yes. You can sort out the details. Yep. Um, does he get an Alamana as well, does he? Actually, that'd be good. It's a stake out Lamana Direct. Get Tony to give it we'll, to we'll him. Get, we'll get my dad to present Jacob Wedding. Probably just yell at him and give it to him. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for you. Congratulations. Oh, we can't do this. We can't. We, we can't. can't. You can because he's your dad. Can I? I think so. I think that's okay. How many languages you know, Sean? <laughs> that's all he ever tells me <laughs> when I criticise him. Does it, does it, how many languages does he know? Same as me. Too. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, just between you, me and you, this is a, a, a Sean favourite. I don't know if it's a fan favourite segment, but it's a Sean favourite segment. Just between me and you, the basic conceit is that we can say whatever we want. It's just between me and you. I like it. I just think we should just flow it throughout the podcast because mm. mine's popped up. I think you're an idiot. Just between me and you. Do you have one? Do you want to give it to us now? Just between me and you, I think not the game as a whole, but our game has gone past Eddie Betts. Yeah, okay. We kind of did we kind of did get that, didn't we? We've already discussed Yeah, this. and that's why I was giving you the stop stealing machine. I thought you were giving me the I was giving you the symbol of stop stealing machine. He was given the stop, you know, the yeah, cup stop of talking stop. And I thought it was because like he was thinking I was lining Eddie Betts up with the sniper rifle again. I did actually think that was I the case. I thought that's what he was we thought doing. We've been through Simpson, we're gonna now yeah. Eddie if we, Betts. If we like gonna, I said Randy Orton style, we're just working our way through We're, we're <laughs> gonna RKO anyone over the age of thirty. Out of nowhere. Um yeah, no, I I, no. I think the way if that's the way we want to play, that manic style where forward pressure transition, I just think we've moved past Eddie. I, he he is the king of space, though. So I, I still think the king of what space? There is no monarch in space, Tim. Uh, you fool! Yeah, well, not outer space, <laughs> football space. That's a good one. The king of space. Yeah. No, I just he, I like he, that, he creates it whether it be directly or indirectly. If we actually had a big following, really well. if we if we were like an Arsenal fan TV style following, you could actually do that. You'd have like a picture of Eddie and his crown would be like stars. <laughs> like one of those big constellations. Astronaut, <laughs> the king of space. Open mask. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Yep. Just seamless, between seamless. you and me, seamless. By the end of two thousand and twenty-two. Yep. Sam Walsh should be the best player in the competition. That is a bold call. Because some people are saying he's the sixth best player in his draft. Yeah, I know. They are mad based there. on but the, the football that I watched on the projection, last night. Based on the, his projection, mm. it's it's possible. Look, Kane Corns' criticism was he's he's just a wingman, and and he and he sort of said, I don't know that he's that good of a kick, yeah, you know, and what he's doing is good, but he just sort of said, I, I reckon I can get other guys to do that role. What Kane forgot was Sam played inside and outside as a junior. He's now going inside in big games. He's he's impacting. He's finding it in traffic and looking just as good doing that. I'm a massive Josh Kelly fan, and I always thought there was a lot of similarity between Walsh and Josh Kelly. He's already better inside than what Josh Kelly is, and he does everything that Kelly does outside. And, and I just think he and just he's going gets at better 80, and better and better. And he's got a massive engine like Josh Kelly. He will run all day, long quarters. He's got a heart the size of far laps as well. <laughs> Kieran Perkins. High, um, high 80s in disposal efficiency is important. So yeah. uh, he, he was exceptional last night. I, I was, I was, you just sat there and you're going, it is a, like, I'm sure Richmond supporters said it was a joy to watch Dusty in the second half as well, but 
to watch Sam Walsh do what he's doing. You're just going, he just every time he runs out in the field, he Agreed. gets better. Just between you and me, I didn't see a single four and twenty pie at the MCG last night. I did not see one either. I had, you know, what I had for Red Rooster. <laughs> no, I had a fucking bratwurst covered in cheese because it's all I could find. Where and were I you at the Munich State Olympic no, Stadium? I was up on uh, top level, Q level, and there was a hundred meter long line to be able to get. Did they maybe have, had a pie? Or, actually, no. Tell I, I did see. Did, I saw two pies. Did they have a bratwurst stand up on the roof? No, of the no. But stand? but but every you couldn't get anything else. But there was a lineup of about twelve bratwurst sausages. So. I went the one furthest at the back of the line that's been added to it because yeah, the one that had been recently. in front might have been there at about 4.15 Were all the, the outlets afternoon. open? No. The one that was at the front was probably there from the Women's World Cup final, Shit. T20. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see a single meat pie, and I'm thinking, I've been waiting 18 months to get to the footy and have a footy pie, and where, what the hell's this about? So I, I thought, oh, well, I'll go for a walk. So I, I went downstairs to the basement, you know, where there's the little TAB and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I hang out there. there was a, I'm familiar <laughs> with the area. There was a red red rooster and a crust. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like red rooster. And here's where the, the, the story gets even sadder, Fat. There were no strip subs. Oh, Hagley's a strip sub. I think they call it a ripper. No, no, yeah, they do. Yeah, he's they, called they, a ripper now. They've been yeah. calling it a ripper for about 10 years. I still <laughs> I still roll up to the window confidently and say, I like a strip sub. And they say, and they, yep, not a problem. <laughs> not a problem, a ripper meal. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll be the judge of that. You're like me when I rock up to... Uh, to grilled, and they asked me if would I like a traditional or a panini roll, and <laughs> I just say, and I just go the seedless one. That's the panini. No, it's not. It's the seedless one. <laughs> don't you think I know? Yeah. I know about buns. Um, <laughs> I think what did they had? They had flavors, which are kind of a strip sub in like a tortilla. They're, they're like a twister. Yeah, basically. And I'm thinking to myself, how could you stuff this up, Red Rooster? You sell one good item. Oh, rooster rolls are nice too. One good item. It's like they're microwaved. They probably mm. are they microwaved. Are microwaved but they're yeah, they're nice. They are nice. Yeah. Put a bit of gravy on them. But no, the, the I just, strip I sub. Know where they are? You're sitting there going, "How could you balls this up? Where are the strip subs?" But the pies, I thought, was an issue. So we, I had two fellas. I think they were brothers that were sitting just down the road from if me. If not, they looked very similar. They looked very similar, but they were both wearing a an old school woolen. Perfect. Long sleeve Carlton jumper. So oh, I, like, I, one I, of the, like one of the new ones or a retro one. It looked like a retro one. Because I've got my eye on, they've got a, a 95 grand final one at the shop. It's the very nice merino wool Guernsey. With the 95 grand final. With the 95 grand final patch on them. And I was like, I mean, this, they're very dear, but they are very nice. They're a very nice wool. And I'm like, fuck, God, get it. Mate. I'm after. I'd like, I'd put number four on the back. I'm so a, number four. Maybe I'm, number 19. I'm after PC. a 95 grand final. No, not a grand final, but a 95 Jumper. Top. No, the, the jumper with the proper 95 Hyundai. Because I've got the grand, I've got a grand final badge and I just need somewhere to... And I was going to... Probably going to be hard framed. to find that. Uh, speaking of Guernsey, though. Speaking of Guernsey, though. Gumtree. Just between you and me, guys. No raised monogram on the Guernsey these days, but it is like the yellow pages. They added Tripper deal to it in 48 hours. So we don't have a raised logo, but Timbo, if you're looking for a good proctologist, just have a gander at the shorts next time we run out. Well, Fabian, us man. Us man. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I thought to myself, look, we are angry about this non-raised monogram situation. Don't get I think me you're... Look, I'd like to see a raised monogram. You're you, agnostic about it. You're, <laughs> you're like, whatever. You're, yeah, you're, I'm, I'd never even... Recognised it, noticed it. Bizarre. But yeah, weird. I've got a few things that I, I I've just got a, a bit of a shout out to the Carlton Cheer Squad. Yep. Carlton Cheer the Squad. The drum. Uh, was it? Was it our Cheer Squad? We, I could hear the drum. I liked the drum. 
Yeah, no, the drum's good. But we need a couple things, okay? We want to start some movements here. Bananas? Bananas? We need the bananas in the cheer squad. <clears throat> and I do not want to hear any idiotic comments about racism. No, they were just but they were just bananas right. wearing Carlton Guernseys. And they were, they're a part of Carlton history. They were just silly cheer oh. squad frivolity. And I'm pretty sure it's at least three. Yeah. Three bananas. So we need... There was three. I think there was three in the I think they were inflatable... They were inflatable bananas. Chiquita bananas. With a Carlton... Get, get LaMana director. I will get my dad to ring Vince. Done it. And <laughs> see if he can get his hands on. Some hey, Vince, bananas. can you get some inflatable bananas? And give them to the cheers. <laughs> Just have Vince go... No, seriously. It sounds so what? silly. Sponsor them. Do it. Do the it. The LaMana direct cheer squad banana. Was there a Lebanese flag? There was. I'm going to get to this. I think I want. I got four things on the agenda. I want the bananas to come back. Yep. I want the raised monogram to come back. I want the Lebanese flag to come back. Yep. And on the Adam Saad theme, you would have heard it, Timbo. Just give him the woof. Okay. We got. A, this is something as a fan base. The cheer squad yep. have to drive this. Yep. And he's. And just mate. There was a little bit of the wolf going on last night. Was there really? There was yeah. a little bit of the wolf when he got it. Collingwood. Just give him the wolf, okay? Yeah, that's it's done. That's those are the We're four things it out there. I want to see. Okay. So the cheer squad, if you guys do listen, you do a great job. We want you to drive because you know, we have <laughs> I can't drive it from the top tier of the the, the Ponsford Road stand. BB. Okay, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just one man. So <laughs> what we need is the bananas back wearing the Guernseys. You sound like Al Pacino. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm too old. <laughs> Any right. given Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's not a very good movie. It's so overrated. It's, it's just, it's not good. Anyway, bananas, the Lebanese flag, the Guernsey raised monogram, and that's the wolf, one, and and the wolf facade. Mm. So just between me and you, Carlton Cheer Squad, let's get this happening. We'll love f- it. We'll start a tweet. I love and it. And I'm on half board. time raffle, three quarter time raffle. Essendon Bring still, back the car. Essendon still. Do, well, <laughs> How many cars you want to win, Tim? <laughs> Essendon still do it quite good with the little chalkboard. They if walk they around saying, just for on. a bit of quirking, you know, fun. It's quite good. And let's start, thro- throw some peanuts into the crowd. Oh, just yeah, not near anyone in anaphylactis. anaphylaxis. <laughs> Four people have died at the Carlton <laughs> Collingwood game after being struck by a bag of peanuts. <laughs> Carlton have been sued. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Um, have we heard anything? Sorry, I'm digressing. Have we heard anything about Jack's shoulder? I think it's not good. It's not I good. don't know. I've got no idea. Because he obviously had the other one recode at the s- early in the season last year. So... The fear is with only a year to go on his contract and with the Silvanis at sixes and sevens with the football club, I'd, I'd yes. hate to think that he'd... The current board have announced a fatwa against <laughs> anyone with the surname Silvani. I think they were thinking about listing Joe so they could yeah. de-list her. Because <laughs> obviously when you've got a shoulder, and oh, this is not Dr Davis speak... It but, sounds but, but here we are, here we are. eerily but, similar to something Dr Davis would say. But obviously if, if you're subluxing and you're doing it a lot and the, and the stability just isn't going to be there... Mm-hmm. Because um, if it's only come out once and it's precautionary and they get him right and they send him back on and he strengthens it up and all that sort of stuff, Jack could be good to go. But if he's – this is an ongoing issue that he's he had. To, he, but he, he seemed to do it and then he played on. He was running with his arm by the side and all that sort of stuff, which is pretty damn tough. And he was obviously aware that, well, there is a medical sub, but I can't do it yet. They probably said get to half time. Get to half time, we'll reassess. Yeah. So look, I mean, they'll be doing all the right things. Fingers but, um, crossed. Look, fingers crossed for him because he has shown he was good. He shut a lot of people up. Yeah, a lot of people who doubted him. He he's sh- a really good little footy up. player. And and he, and if his name was Jack Smith, he wouldn't get any. No one would question he's him. Got a good tan for, for a, a Smith. For a Jack Smith. <laughs> I love how he and Michael Gibbons are 
the darkest players at our footy club. Gibbo's got it. Go they Gibbo. love a tan. Gibbo goes has to go to the solarium. He's got his own. Sol- he would have bought one. I reckon Gibbo he bought doesn't a look bed. like an Aussie though. I reckon Gibbo bought a tanning bed. You know when they were made illegal. <laughs> I reckon he bought one. <laughs> we have to get excess stock. We yeah. have to get rid of it all. No, it was someone they were selling them up, and Gibbo goes. Terry oh, Wallace was. Terry Wallace them. Took, yeah. took a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy them in bulk. Terry Wallace has got a, a warehouse just full of tanning beds. Um, okay, I don't know if we've got any more stuff. We've got the match committee, Timbo. So we're going to breeze through a bit of a chat about next week's game, the match committee. Um, and I've got I've got something to start you off on. So the ins and outs for next week. I will posit to you two what I think the ins and outs are. We can discuss from there. Yep. Out. Lockie O'Brien omitted. I yep. think I think he'll just be he'll just wear the brunt of that effort. Yep. Unfortunately for him, Jack Silvani is obviously going to be very touch and go to get up. That's Injured. pretty realistic. Yeah. Injured. Ed Kerno omitted. I think we he's the man I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to start calling him Fab. I'm going to start calling him. I'm going to I'm going to make a group of these players. I don't mean to be nasty. It's a bit of fun, a bit of tongue in cheek. I like it. I'm going to start calling them the Bloodhound Gang. You know why? Got the bad touch. <laughs> okay, so Ed's the Hold first on, I was member. Do the, I appreciate you. <laughs> Ed's the first member of the Bloodhound Gang. Do they have another song? Uh, yeah, you Foxtrot, and me, baby. Sweat, baby, sweat. <laughs> Foxtrot uniform, Charlie Kilo. That was okay. Yeah, I think uh, they did the roofers on fire. Let me check if Ed's paid all his outstanding too. invoices before you go off on him. We go. Look, he he's been. I'm going to say. I get, you know what, I get what you. You know what I'm going to say, Fab. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give the the, the Sean Peter Budge Ian Prendergast. Um, what do they call it? The uh, disclaimer. Fantastic servant of the football club. You know the rest of it. I said it enough last year. Fantastic. They're going to come for you. We have we've we've moved past Ed, and when when a Zach Williams and a Jack Martin come into this team, which they have to, yep, his lack of polish by foot is just going to become more glaring. He can handball. He can well, run and he can handball and he well, can tag. Can he? Oh, look! I just think that we have to allow ourselves to move. Who on. was on Prestia last night? It gonna. I think we. I think Press had touched the ball yeah, too much. He was, yeah, he was, he was like, underdone. Yeah. I think we just have to allow ourselves to move on. They won't drop it. Oh, they won't drop it. I, I recognise the observation. I don't think we're there yet, but I always talked about Ed a lot, like I talked about Andrew Carazzo, and the moment others went past him, it was a, it was we, a really we, good we were step. A, yeah. We were a better team. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I, I but Ed. As games go on and the gut running becomes an issue and, and you know, teams teams are going fast and and if, if you need to be able to be running on top of the ground late, Ed Kuno's in your team. Uh, and then my three potential ins in those ones are Zach Williams. Yep. He will absolutely come Definite. in. Jack Martin, if Definite. fit. Yep. And Timbo, we spoke about this off pod. Now I say this I, I, I say this another disclaimer. I throw to you having mm. mentioned this man's name. With the shot clock on you. The way we played football last night is tailor made for David Cunningham. David Cunningham. He has to be in the team. Well, we talked about Mark Murphy being the finisher and time, space, overlap, opportunity. This guy's the heir apparent to that role. He well, this is exactly right. So what are you know what, you know what, Dave, you know what Cunner should be? You know, peak you would know the era like probably oh, you'd be able to pin it down better than me. But peak forward of centre campo. Oh, ouch, yeah. Yep. Campo was a supreme player, clearly. Campo from 60, empty goal square. But skids it through. But Cunners, being the last link in the chain of the overlap of half back, he will cut teams to ribbons. He will. And he's dangerous, he's quick, uses the ball well. Deceptively quick. Well, that goal that he kicked against St Kilda the other day was 
magnificent. So I, I put this. I'll put this to you. What's he not doing? It's obviously attitude. Has to be. It's obviously they've, they've obviously got a, a misgiving or an issue with his attitude. Clearly, has to be. I'll say it one more time. He didn't has start. He didn't start. <laughs> I just found myself in a loop. Then saying, so "Has to be. Has to be." Um, did he start against St Kilda or was he a sub? Uh, no, he started. He, he, sorry, he started at half time. So he was warming up on the bench. He came on late. And I'm that's pretty the, sure. But this, and this is a concern, Tim. This was a big discussion on Twitter in that, given our outs as such, we named a 26 man squad, and Cunners wasn't, wasn't even in, in the 26. He's sitting there going, "So what is he? The 30th player on our list." Effectively, you're going with all the injuries we've got. You're like he's like the thirtieth player. Yeah, that's not right. It doesn't seem right. But then, as you say, you know, they wear the the chip in the back of their jumper in training oh, as this, well as we've in spoken a game. about this, Tim, haven't we? We've spoken about this, Fab. It's valuing the wrong thing, and that's what frustrates me. You sit there and go, you can't analyze someone's performance based purely on the amount of running they've done. It's so it's such a, a you see, okay. You look at it like this: Jack Martin, Jack Martin, Jack Rewalt. Had what seven touches last night? He kicked yeah. four goals. Yeah, and you go. David Cunningham's the sort of guy who could touch the ball fourteen times and, and kick, kick two or three goals. Yeah. And you're going, job done, well done, David. Yep. And we've just got to, we as a club, as a coaching group, we've just got to give ourselves to that that possibility. Yeah. So what are you thinking of those ins and outs? Two of them definite. I think Martin will be. I think Martin will get up, and so the it's it's obvious. I think Lockie O'Brien does make way. And you know what? If they send Lockie back. Just put him on the wing. Do a Digby Morrell. Go back and destroy Be them. the best player in the VFL. Yeah. yeah, do it. Sit there and go, mate, go up. Take. How the- did Cunners play? Did Cunners play the reserves? I think he's, was, Stocker was mentioned. I don't know if Cunningham was mentioned. As he Cunners played, yeah. but in terms of form, I'm not but sure. He didn't do a Williams in- and what Williams – see, Williams did what he had to do. Yeah. You're playing VFL, well, used tear to it apart. Carrazzo and Brock McLean used to go back and just take the piss. At 40. Yeah, they, and they just do it on the bit. And and I see it in, in my sort of comings and goings <laughs> in the VFL. Nick Graham used to get 40 too. Yeah. Like, like you see these guys come back and they play like um, Box Hill last week we went out and Angus Brayshaw played for Casey. And you're going, he was good. Please. Like, he nearly won a Brownlow. It'd be like he was good. And you're like, of course he was good. He was playing, he was basically playing a development league side. Yeah. You're like, of course he was good. He did exactly what you'd expect him to do. So... What do you reckon, Timbo? As far as what the changes will be? Yeah. Uh, the only other one that I had was, what do you do with McGovern? Because... If he's fit, he if, was... If, yeah. if McGovern is then the ideal fit for Jasos, and then your question then becomes... Unless they want Martin. Well, and but then that that's the balance, is, mm. is Martin half-forward midfield, in which case, is that still potentially O'Brien... Um, and then is Williams more half-back, and is Tommy Williamson in any sort of a strife? I don't think Tommy played poorly at all last night, but there was that moment where he ran inside onto the left foot at the start of the third quarter, and you've gone, but Tommy doesn't kick, kick allow, it on your right foot, Tommy. Tommy doesn't allow mistakes to get him down. No, that's which right. Which is a great trait yeah, to have. Yeah, I agree. It's like a goldfish. I, I want him to keep taking the game on. Yes. I, I like Tommy's game. You're going to wear the good and, and the, the, the run out of defence and the spread and all that sort of stuff and providing options when... Saad becomes very central and dockety to what you're doing. What number was Tom Alban? Was he a 31 as 31. well? 31, yeah. Well, there you go. Tommy. I don't know, it just came up. I don't know, just thought about it. Okay, thanks for the input. JB said last night in the coverage that Tom Alvin had a mullet. No, he didn't. No. He said long hair. He said yeah. long hair. Yeah, it wasn't a mullet. With a fringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a hair like he was like a year eight volleyball something. Like, he just, it was a bit strange. Don't know yep. what he was doing. Uh, you got anything to add, Fabian, to that? No. No, nothing to add. I added. I contributed. Yeah. 
I give myself three votes. I'm not sure that'll be ratified by an independent audit, but that's fine. Timbo? No, I'm all good. I'm all good. I think we'll be talking the um, the podcast Super Coach team in so coming we, weeks. Yeah, so we I, I did we did get to that. So we'll, look, I was hoping that would slide by, but we'll mention it now. That's fine. That's fine, Timbo. Timbo is taking up the pods cause. Uh, we've been invited to a fan league Super Coach uh, fan like fan. Well, I suppose it is. It's a fan league Super Coach league, basically. So we're representing our podcast as part of this Super Coach competition. What, what other podcasts are in it? Uh, it just, I, it's I, not just Carlton podcast. No, no, no. I haven't seen the the actual list itself. There's a few of us in a little group chat. So well, there's old mate uh, Yank on the footies in it. Yank on footy. Oh, wrong button. Craig. Um, he look. So that's that's a bit of fun. Timbo was given the the whiteboard for that one. Coach Davis has returned in Super Coach guys. I love how he he texted us, but the team and wanted our input. We're like, I'm not giving you my input, Timbo. Yeah. What you'll get is my scorn if this team does not perform. It's it's. I am the John Elliott. It's premiership or bust. Yeah, I'm the John Elliott in this situation. You are the David Parkin tenuously holding onto your gig in 1984. I, so I think Limo's in it. He's the COVID 18. Okay, okay. Well, let's yeah, see. I don't know too many others, but we'll, we'll we'll come back to everybody soon enough. Yeah. So so Timbo kick to kick pod. So Tim, Timbo's going to represent us and give so us a bit of an update mm-hmm. with how he goes. You're representing the Carlton community at large too, Timbo. No Absolutely, pressure. I am. But bring home a flag. Yeah. Well, and needless to say, as a result, I was on, I was on the cusp of who do I put in with my last pick in my midfield with the money that I had available. Is it a Sydney player? No, no, I put Paddy Cripps in. Was so, it a Port Adelaide player? Geelong player? Geelong? No, somebody Paddy play, Cripps. Somebody played for Beverly Hills. And, and, and then, <laughs> well, actually, it was funny. We ran into Christian Petrarca at training the other night. And well, well, you just ran into him. At no, no, service. he came down to training and, <laughs> and, and he, he spoke to our kids sure, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I and I sort of jokingly said to him, "Should I put you in my super coach team?" And he said, "Absolutely." <laughs> and I thought, because eh, I haven't yet. So, did you threaten him like you know I've got a, got you in a multi? No, I didn't that's a big do that. one at the moment. Guys getting messages. Yeah, about like, yeah. I don't care about your multi. I don't care about your multi. So yeah, Cripper. In our team, Sammy Walsh played, scored 122. Paddy Cripp scored 88, despite being looked like he was going to be on a big number late. What was that? That's your, that's your wife. <laughs> and uh, and Paddy Dow was. <laughs> what a, is that? I didn't even I didn't even touch the phone. But Paddy Dow was a late in, and um, and at halftime looked like he was flying and yeah. just didn't quite get big numbers. But he's only worth tr- 202 thousand, so I reckon he'll be. He's a break even. He'll be good for us later on. Absolutely. So we'll keep touch of how Timbo goes in the super coach and we'll, we'll probably get some good fun out of it because if he wins, that's good. And if he doesn't, we'll just fucking we'll we'll destroy him. him. We'll <laughs> obliterate him. Yep. Um, we might actually have to mutiny and take control of the team ourselves at some point. Uh, so it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Back on deck for 2021. Now, acknowledge the feedback. People love an 80s banger. No, they don't. Electric Blue went down a tree. It was fantastic. Right? You play some shit. In its entirety, and Electric Blue, you faded out after thirty seconds. I've got a, I've got a choice tonight. I got a, oh, I got, I got a good pick for us today. Sorry. Is it an eighties banger? If it's no. not an eighties banger, people don't want no, to I hear thought, it. I thought about today. I think it's got exactly the right message. The song that we're going to fade out to, it's got exactly the right message that our playing Bloodhound group, Gang, that our playing group <laughs> should adhere to, that our playing group should take on board. Okay, I think you'll like it when you hear it. It's the perfect song for our playing group. If to you're kind playing of this John Wick. Mode. Uh, it's absolutely not John Wick. No, could not be further away from John Wick. Eighties bang. I'm going to actually put out a poll, commandeering the 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 account. I'm going to change the password. Whatever. Uh, anyway, thanks, gentlemen. We'll catch you all uh, next weekend. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. The Ian Prendercast. Build on that performance, please. Yep. 
Okay, you got nothing more for you? Looking at me like you got something to Usually say. Usually you throw to me. Oh, yeah. Say goodbye, Fabaganoush. Whatever. Out of a Say goodbye, Dr. Dallas. Always a pleasure, Sean. Fabian, love your work. Goodbye from me. We'll see you next week. Go Blues. Go Blues. Anything you've been thinking of When the world seems to get too tough Bring it all back